Say Something, a video podcast so you can listen and watch. It's like sports talk or news talk, but it's life talk to help us walk the road together. I'm Kay, and thanks for joining me and a few of my friends as we contemplate societal issues and ideas, searching for truth so that together we can say something encouraging to folks walking alongside. Our friend Kristen Schell with the Turquoise Table joins us to chat about connecting with and caring for neighbors today during COVID-19's social distancing environment and every day. This is the first time in any of our lifetimes, you know, that the whole world, the entire world is in the same situation. You know, we've heard the memes or we've seen the stories about it being compared to war. And certainly, you know, I've never lived through one, but there could be that. But that's, those are people against people. This is the all of humanity against a virus, you know, and so, so there's an opportunity to there to be like, throw caution to the wind and ask your neighbor's name, you know, take the banana bread, take a flower, you know, if you have pretty flowers in your backyard, clip a couple and just go leave them in someone's mailbox. Like this is the time to not be afraid um, of doing the good. Thanks for joining the conversation. Here we go. All right, so I looking at this, the weird thing about doing a Zoom or anything yeah. is that you get to see yourself, and I look like I'm still asleep, and maybe I am. <laughs> I know. I, well, and this is such a good look, you know? It's lovely. It's the Princess Leia. I'm not a fashion blogger, you know? <laughs> if I was, it would be a totally different vibe. It would be. I think it's fashion. I think it's high fashion. For Corona, it is total fashion. It really is. I've definitely, <laughs> we're fashion. I am outside briefly because it's Which is loud so, in my house. So yeah, it was. Well, it may get loud in here too. This is actually my podcast recording studio, and so I have a mic and I have a headphones. I don't really don't just look like this, um, but this is the quietest room in my house. But with four littles and a husband and a dog, it might, it might be loud. But uh, we don't know. Okay, so everybody, this is my friend Kristen Shell. Kristen Schell is an author and speaker and blogger on the subjects of food, faith, and hospitality. Passionate about community, she founded the Turquoise Table and Front Yard People Movement, where she offers encouragement and practical insight on how to open our lives and homes to others. She lives in Austin, Texas with her husband, Tony, and their four children. Find Kristen at theturquoisetable.com or Kristen K. Schell on Twitter and Instagram. She's hey. in Austin. I'm in Dallas. We're social distancing and definitely been sheltering in place and you got to appreciate all the officials that know more than we do so right absolutely yes um okay so when i was in london visiting our daughter who is now home because everybody is home yes um i was walking out of shelly's house and there is her beautiful turquoise door which of course Mm. i commented on because shelly is such a great photographer and she just she i know she loves doors you know and it's and so i i commented on her door and she's like well of course this is Kristen's turquoise and and I think, of course it is, because it's such a warm spot on Shelly Street that has this inviting door that says, come in. And so this yeah. is Kristen, and she loves turquoise, and she started a movement a few years ago called the Turquoise Table, where she put a picnic table in her front yard, painted mm-hmm. it turquoise as an invitation to come anytime you wanted to. Now, have you regretted writing turquoise because spelling that thing, oh my gosh, is a bear. That's Okay, that's what I say. The <laughs> hardest part about loving our neighbors in this whole thing is spelling turquoise. If you can spell turquoise, it, you've got it. But I also joke that, thank goodness, my favorite color wasn't mauve because the mauve oh. table, mm, mm. it just doesn't have that, that same effect, does it? 
Well, no, it doesn't. And turquoise <laughs> is such a warm and inviting, inviting color. And I know that you didn't, like when you did it, it wasn't like, here's what I'm going to do and start a movement. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how it started and why you did it? Sure. Well, it's been seven and a half years. Can you believe that, Kay? So um, before putting a picnic table in my front yard, because it, it seemed a little weird at the time, um, we have picnic tables in backyards and you've seen them in parks and in, in public places, but not really in people's front yards, right? Yeah. Um, but before that, uh, let me back up and tell you a little bit about where I was. Um, I am a mom of four children and, you know, just was doing all the things, you know, school and activities and, and, and super busy. Right. And yeah. so in that busyness, I started to feel like, and maybe this will resonate with you that I was going really wide, but I wasn't going deep in my yeah. connections. So like I'd be five or 10 places a day, you know, and, and felt like I was getting this connection, but it wasn't deep. Yeah. And so at the time I didn't know it, but I was lonely. And I think it's hard to use the word lonely right now because, you know, there's sort of a pejorative, you know, definition or maybe a negativity to that. But I was, I was lonely and I looked up the definition of lonely and what lonely means is a lack of meaningful connection. Wow. So I had all these like connections. I mean, tons of friends. Like I would say like, I don't have time to see my friends or, right. you know, but the problem was, is that we weren't going deep. We were just sort of skimming the surface. Like, yeah. I'm fine. I'm good. We'll see you later. Yeah. So that was going on. And then I noticed that the place that we called home, our neighborhood, um, I knew about every third or fourth person, you know, every third or fourth house, yeah. but I didn't know the people who were surrounding me. And I kind of thought back about like my childhood and what it was like. And I could run, you know, back and forth to friends' yeah. houses and we were outdoors all the time. And we knew it was time to come home for dinner when our tummies rumbled or mom called out to us. Yeah. Um, but my kids were not experiencing this. And I felt like it was almost like a punishment. Go outside, kids, go outside rather yeah. than where they wanted to be. And so all this was kind of going on, my own lack of like deep connection and then wanting to really put down roots where we were living. And so I literally, I ordered a table for a, for a party. I needed an extra picnic table. So I ordered it. And when it came, I thought, oh my goodness, what if we put this table in our front yard instead of our backyard? And what if I just invited people like my neighbors and friends and it didn't, it wouldn't become a thing like not full blown hospitality, but what if it was just a place where people could just stop by and hang out? And so it was a big hypothesis, a big fat what if, and guess what? It worked. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it I really did. I'm longing for connection. And I love that you said lonely. Okay. So so you've outed it. And it yeah, is so it's out. I painted it turquoise because it's my favorite color. I start inviting friends over. And it, it was just this immediate place where people could come as they were. We weren't worried about, you know, entertaining and making a meal or having to clean the house, you know, because nobody's inside. They're outside at the, right. at the table. So you can have all the laundry on the couch and the dishes in the sink. And um, it took away um, a lot of the excuses you know, meaning I'll wait till the, my, if I only had a bigger house or if yeah. I only had more time or if I only had more money. And so it took away all of those sort of surface level excuses and yeah. people just started hanging out. I mean, we would do morning coffees or 
evening happy hours. And it just became this really welcome place um, for connection. Yeah. Because people really are longing for connection. And I know yes. even you saying that right now, I think one of the biggest things about what's going on is, um, you know, this forced shut-in, which of course we have to do. I mean, it's right. This, right. It, I mean, it's just part of it. But how do you do it? And how are you, even in your what you've learned through connection and caring for the people that are around you, how are you doing it now in the shutdown? Because in the shutdown, yeah, because people still have those feelings and even more now that you're sort of stuck in your house. And it's sort of like, what, what have you seen in the last couple of weeks that could be helpful tips to be able to combat the loneliness? Well, first of all, I want to just say to anybody watching, you know, don't feel like you have to be the hero right now. Um, I am an extrovert's extrovert and I love connection. And I have found there have been at least two days in the last two weeks where I have, I've been numb. I couldn't, you know, I just, I just had to allow myself time to just not do anything. You know, like I find it right now, it's hard even to read a book. Think about all the books that are on our stacks that we want to read. And so just be gentle, first of all. So I'll give some ideas and some tips. But I want us, this is not a time to be superhero and to be worried about doing. And and I think that that's just, um, I just want to preface anything that we come up with with that. Um, I always like to say that part of the ministry of the turquoise table is just being present. Mm-hmm. And that seems so counterintuitive in our busy, busy world. Cause we want to check off lists. We yeah. want to do, we want to, we want to be the, be the, the people to make the difference. And that's good. But yeah. really the, the crux of all of this is just being present. And so yeah. what does that look like? Well, I'll tell you this week what we've done. Um, first of all, a picnic table if you get a normal one, like from Lowe's or Home Depot is exactly six feet. And so we, you can put two people, one on kind of catty, catty wampus sides. And so I've put Clorox wipes out on mine and they haven't been stolen (laughs) yet. So they're still there. So that's great. Um, And so we have had some social distancing coffee hours and happy hours Um, because people have wanted to join in our front yard happy hours. um, We've suggested that everybody bring their own lawn chair. And so if you bring your own lawn chair and just kind of place yourselves, you know, six, eight feet apart, um, right now that's a really healthy and good way just to have connection. Yeah. And there are some really fun things that we have had done as a neighborhood. And remember I've had the table in our neighborhood now for seven and a half years. So some of these things we've built upon, you know, and so it just feels like the DNA of our neighborhood, but every year we go Christmas caroling. And so we have our list in place and we have our traditions and we kind of know what we're doing. Um, But we are going caroling on Wednesday night. Now we're not going to see this Wednesday, this Wednesday. So there are a couple of things we're not going to, we might sing Christmas carols, but we're picking like favorites, you know, like sing along songs, lots of John Denver, some Neil Diamond. And so did you see Neil Diamond today? Yes. Caroline and was washing washing her hands. Touch me and I won't touch you. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, there's all these classics that everybody loves. And so we're going to go Wednesday night and we do, we have a very multi-generational neighborhood. 
And so some of the younger folks um, are going to go to, you know, and we'll stay out on the, the sidewalk or whatnot, um, but just sing and serenade the neighborhood. Um, we're going to have to, you know, it'll be a little later, you know, this year. Um, we'll probably go out around six or seven um, instead of early. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it just, it, it works. And so we're going to try that. So go caroling. I mean, how much fun. And yeah. just keep a distance, knock on a few people's doors, um, and that'll bring lots of great cheer. Um, I have everybody's texts now, you know, because we've been at this for a while. And so I have a group chat or a group text with um, several of my, um, the, the elderly women in our group, and most of them are, are widows now. And so we were already used to texting each other. Yeah. Uh, but I am like, you know, I'm going to be all kinds of upset with y'all if I see you at the HEB. Now I am your personal HEB shopper. And so and they've let me, you know, they've said, you know, do you mind, you know, picking this up or can, yeah. and so just offering, um, to do anything. We've been making extra batches of bread and delivering those, um, yeah. to, to different people. It's not rocket science. Here's the encouragement. You don't need permission. Just do it. I think sometimes we, we just sit or we think like, oh, well, what will they think if I just take over banana bread? Or what if they don't like banana bread? Trust me, everybody's going to love banana bread right now. And so it's just don't overthink things. Um, you know, if it's on your heart, do it, you know? Yeah. And I think this is the time, you know, knock on a door and then distance yourself and just say, hey, I live four doors down if you don't know them. And I'm just sitting here in my house. I wonder, figured you were sitting in your house. Um, if you're okay with it, I'd love to get your number and, you know, let's just stay in touch. Yeah. I think, I think now is such a great opportunity because people will be more receptive yeah. um, to it than because we're all in the same situation. So when you got, when you got your group text, let's say that people don't necessarily have the group text for their yep. block or whatever it is. What's a great way to start that? I would, I literally at this point would, would create a flyer or something and okay. just, and just say, you know, my name is Kristen. I live at, you know, 6,800 and, you know, you've probably seen my kids out quick and easy. I'm putting together a resource list for our neighborhood. Obviously in the times of crisis, you know, we need each other and, and we would love to be able to trade eggs or flour or just be there for each other if you need anything and then just let them sign it, you know, say maybe here's my email, right? Or here's my phone number. Please yeah. send me your full contact information. Um, and I bet you anything, you know, that people right now are going to be much more, you know, amenable to giving out their information. For sure. And even just say, we're starting a group text. This yes. is a, whatever block, the 68 yes. block of yes. Greenbrier, you know, and, and it's like, if you want to be on the block list, send me your, just text me your phone number, Absolutely. Your, your email also so that you've got both of them. And then you can do your group list together or even yep. start, you know, we still use paper around here. So we do too. Having a paper copy of, yep. of who lives where. And so and it's easy. 
It is. And, you know, one of the things that we did early on and, um, and, and we do have a paper generated list because like I said, we're very multi-generational. And right. so right. seven and a half years ago, eight years ago, you know, we weren't all, we were, we yeah. were using technology, but not like we are now. Right? right. Yeah. And so it's really beneficial and just say, you know, one of us, even if you get a kid to draw out your block and just put the addresses and the names on it, doesn't have to be fancy. Yeah. Um, but just something, um, that, that people can visually see, you know, and you want, you really do want their name, their address and their numbers and emails because, you know, like I may know Mandy's text by heart, but, right. and she's one of my dearest friends now, but if you ask me to tell her, I mean, I know her house, I walk by it every day. I wouldn't know her address to save my life, you know, and yet yeah. she lives two doors down from me. So, so you really want, I mean, I, you know, Actually, I really don't know her address. I know exactly where her house is, but I don't know the number. So it'd be, it is good to kind of collect that data. Um, and then, and then, you know, send something out and then just say, you know, if you need anything, I mean, start with the, the basic needs and then the fun stuff will come. Yeah. I think it's so important to just, like we, like you said, just do it. And even if it's not you doing it, there could be yes. someone that you know on the block that really doesn't mind going up to people's doors and doing that. And so involving everyone, I do think, I do think one of the great silver linings of this, of this illness is that it opens a conversation. Everybody's on the same playing field. And so it allows it to be a conversation. And I don't think anybody wants to be lonely. And I think that's the key. They're definitely introverts. I also am not one, but I have a house full of them. Yeah, me <laughs> so too. I can appreciate introverts. And so um, it doesn't always mean that people need to be out front and, you know, front and center talking all the time. For me, apparently it is. And Kristen, I think you're probably similar. But um, to be able to connect people, I think is the key, especially in this time, just to let people know. And I think that's the beautiful thing whether they eat your banana bread or they don't eat your banana bread, they know that they've been seen and thought of. Absolutely. I mean, and, and the beautiful thing is that, that I would offer also as encouragement is sometimes I get in the position where I'm like, well, what would I do? What would I, you know, and we get right. in what can be called analysis paralysis, yes. you know? So you think, I don't know how to make banana bread. So yeah. I just, I don't know what to do. Here's the thing. You have everything you need and it will be received. If you like to doodle, doodle some art. If you like to make music, take your guitar outside and just start singing. I mean, whatever gift or talent you have, share it. Now is the time. And, you know, if you, if you, so, so, I mean, whatever it is, um, you know, you don't need, we don't need a whole bunch of banana breads and we don't need to all be Christians. That's me. Right. Yep. So it's kind of a fun process to think, well, what do I do that just, brings me joy, you yeah. know, and for me, I just like to bake banana bread, you know, but if it's, you know, something else, then just do that and make it simple, you know, because that's, um, that's where the, the true joy and the true gift comes from. What are some fun stories that you've gotten on the other side of how something like this matters, either from other parts of the country where people have followed suit with their own turquoise tables? Well, that's been the most, I mean, I call myself now the holder of stories. And so to jump ahead a little bit, there are now literally thousands of turquoise tables in all 50 states. Um, and I think we're up to 14 or 15 countries now. And it just goes back to 
you know, the, the, we all are longing for connection. Um, and so the table isn't the hero of the story. The people are. And I mean, the, the stories vary from, you know, from all different kinds, but, but people's neighborhoods are being transformed is the beautiful part of it. You know, I'm, I'm recalling a story right now of, of, and I don't remember where she's from. Um, but she, she would write to me and just say, there's this one neighbor this one neighbor and he won't come outside and we've tried and he's grumpy and you know, I'm afraid now to take my children over. What should I do? And finally, I mean, I you know, hadn't heard from her in a while. And um, finally she emailed me back and she said, you're never going to believe what happened. And turns out her husband was outside doing something. I think it was yard work. And the quote unquote, grumpy old man was outside picking up his paper or doing something. And man to man, they ended up talking for like an hour. And it turns out, you know, he was a, a, a widow and a veteran and just wow. was lonely and sad. And her husband was able to reach her, him in a way that she wasn't. And so, which makes sense, but she said, you know, my husband would have never thought about that had it not been for us actively at the table trying to reach our neighbors, you know? So there's poignant stories like that. And then there's just fun stories of people that um, are just whimsically coming out. People have, you know, PJ parties with their younger kids after, you know, after they bathe them and let them, you know, kind of run around, you know, wear off the wiggles before bedtime. And, um, other people use it to, you know, collect goods for, you know, neighborhood food banks or, you know, people, it's always just meet a need. Um, and sometimes that need is just coffee or wine, you know, with friends. And sometimes that need, um, can be, you know, taken onto a larger level for what, is being met in the community. Yeah. Well, I know it's hard in this, in this strange environment that we find ourselves in, but, um, but that doesn't mean that we still can't do it. And so, absolutely, yeah. So I actually, what's your neighborhood like, Kay? Because like I'm seeing more and more walkers and people out because so I mean, because we're not at work, we're not at school. And so to me, I've been sitting out, well, it rained the last two days, but, but prior to that, and, and I'll be back out again, um, you know, I've just, I've been sitting outside and just even waving and it's kind of a joke. People are like, hi, I'm so glad to see you and complete strangers, but like this longing to like, it's a human. I love you. You know, it's so true. And we definitely have noticed that because people are still walking, which is great. Yeah, it's Sadly, awesome. They closed down our parks. So I, my yeah. heart really broke this morning for the young, the, the families with young children. Because yeah. I know for me, when my kids were young, that park was, any park was the saving grace. You know? Exactly. To and let them run. So, right. Okay. So again, it's a brief period of time and it's sort of like, Maybe in the conversing, we realize that it's people walking next to us and that yeah. we're compassionate and kind. Like it's yeah. super easy to be judgmental right now, just out of fear. Yeah. And maybe that's part of it, of connecting with people. You realize you're not alone and that we yes. are all in this together. And um, which I'm a huge fan of walking the road together, which is actually how Kristen and I met. Yes. It's just from doing stuff together. And because yeah. uh, it's never... I don't know. It just brings into the fold, the humanity of it all. And people are just doing their best. And so mm-hmm. I've, I'm with you. I've loved getting to see people 
out. And even today, like this morning, I was out walking with one of my daughters and uh, a neighbor walked by who walks by often with her dog. And we always talk, but truth be told, we did not know each other's names. Yep. And I just was sort of like, I'm biting the bullet. We've chatted for so many times. And I was like, what is your name? So yep. anyway, and now- and that's- and, and I mean, it's almost like in a way, because things are so uncertain and not yes. normal that yes. you can get away with that. Do you know I, what I mean? I, I exactly what I thought. I was like, of all the times. Of all the times. Time. I mean, I am so not afraid to ask your name right yes. now because like, really, what do we have to lose? And so yeah. I, I sense that with my neighbors. And so yeah. you know, we could, we can use this time, you know, it's either a gift or a burden and it's going to be both. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be total Pollyanna on this, but you know, what if, you know, yeah, what if? Don't lose sight of the gifts. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, it was interesting. I was explaining to, to our children the other night too, that this is the first time in any of our lifetimes, you know, that the whole world, mm-hmm. the entire world is in the same situation. You know, we've heard the memes or we've seen the stories about it being compared to war. And certainly, you know, I've never lived through one, but there could be that, but that's, those are people against people. This is the all of humanity against a a virus, you know? And so, so there's an opportunity to there to be like, throw caution to the wind and ask your neighbor's name, you know, take the banana bread, take a flower. You know, if you have pretty flowers in your backyard, clip a couple and just go leave them in someone's mailbox. Like this is the time to not be afraid um, of doing the good. I totally agree. And so I thank you for doing it throughout the day and being a little bit of an expert on the other side, but being able to weigh in, in this strange environment. Okay. I have one question for you. Yeah. And it's really not very nice to throw this on you, but here you go. Um, I love to ask our, our guests that chat with us. Are you ready? Yep. You know, in your world and what you've lived in your life, what do you feel like are the tips to a joy-filled life? Okay, for me, it always has. I mean, as, when I am rooted in scripture, mm-hmm. whether it's a devotional or whether it's a morning Bible study, that is like what starts my joy tank. Okay. Does that make sense? So yeah. I've got to have some, the word somehow in there. And yeah. um, for me also family dinners, um, yeah. even it, and that's just sort of our DNA in our culture and we have Sunday suppers. And so of course we'll go like a Sunday, maybe we'll skip it or people will be out of town. But if we go more than two or three without our family yeah. gathering, so, so I'd say scripture, and then, um, and then our Sunday suppers and then music is huge for me. And I mean, it runs the gamut from, you know, from Broadway shows to rap to whatever. But as long as I have some kind of music going on in my life, yeah. um, like that really, that lights my fire. Um, and then uh, connection, I am a socially driven person. And so whether it is zoom with you, I mean, this will hey. fill my cup Yeah. Or, Today, this morning, my mom hasn't gotten out in two weeks. And so I kidnapped her and Mm -hmm. took her for a drive. And we stopped by a friend's house and she stayed on the sidewalk and we were in the car. And just that connection of just that interaction. I mean, mom giggled and we died laughing like the whole way home. And it was just that simple connection of a drive-by and, hey, we're just going to stop and say hello. So those are kind of my what fills my joy tank. 
when I know you love cooking and you love food. And so yeah. I highly recommend, first of all, thank you, Kristen. You're for so welcome. And you guys for sure check out her website, not only her book, The Turquoise Table, but also what she's got just even on cooking and on her podcast. She is a connector. She loves people mm-hmm. and she loves to, she's very very generous in her sharing of all she's got. So just want to thank you and you guys today. Go out and say something kind and encouraging to somebody else. We have loved this Zoom thing. We're I'm just saying, we are not spring chickens. So it took us a minute to get on. But it's right? so fun. And, and, and quite frankly, I would never have even, I'm not sure I would have engaged with this medium, honestly, if it wasn't because of this. And I'm so grateful for it because it is legit connection even though we aren't shaking hands. So um, what a great tool to use in this social distancing environment. And what's the thing we're doing here? I can't believe what is wrong with me. (laughs) You're shelter in place. In this sheltering in place. (laughs) It took me about four days to remember it. Oh my gosh. Because it's a totally new, I had to write it down. It's on a sticky pad. So never heard of it, but we've been doing it anyway. So anyway, and so we hope today that maybe this has been an encouragement to you. Go encourage somebody else. And until next time, thanks so much for joining us. Air kisses. Our very special thanks to Kristen Shell. Connect with Kristen at theturquoisetable.com or at Kristen K. Shell on Instagram and Twitter. And be sure to check out Kristen's book, The Turquoise Table, finding community and connection in your own front yard. And a very special thanks to you. Want to stay connected? Visit saysomethingshow.com and sign up to our mailing list. Or check us out on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, listen on Apple Podcasts, or check out our channel on Truly Media. See you next time on Say Something. Thank you.